witticism. Colloquialism. Segway. You're such an egotist. Yes. By the way, guys, I'm really humble. Well, how do you do? Now when you get for free. Oh, God, it's awful. Bad Philosophy, episode 147, recorded on January 1st, 2014, Diving into Little Black Mirrors. Hello, everyone. Welcome in. One, two, bad philosophy. We're back in 2014. It's a new year. Yeah. 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 It's the yeah. Uh, love New Year's. It's the seventh year in which we've recorded bad philosophies. So it is. Yeah. I've, I've said this before, but like there's very little in my life that I've done consistently <laughs> for seven years. And we've not done this for seven years. We've done this for... A number of them. Right. Um, but having been into the seventh year of doing something like Bad Philosophy is uh, impressive to me. I think like, so. It's something. That's a not insignificant portion of my life. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, as as my current age, seven years is actually more, not more than, yeah, more than a quarter of my life. Yeah. I've been recording this, which is weird because it doesn't feel like mm-hmm. that portion of my life has been... Just a quarter? Like, it feels smaller <laughs> than that? Yeah. Well, like, maybe an eighth? Because I, I think everything before you're, like, ten just shouldn't count. Probably. Like, you're not a human being, really. You're, well, yeah, you're... but that doesn't that doesn't help my argument. Like, I would argue... Oh, like, you've been doing it for even more of your life then. <laughs> well, yes, because if you do that, then I've been doing it for a larger portion of my life. And it doesn't feel like it has been that long. Yep. Um, it feels a lot less than a quarter of my life. Mm-hmm. Or a relative third of it if we cut out 10 years <laughs> or more than I'm concerned about the repercussions of, of people under the age of 10 not being human beings well I mean not legally <laughs> they're, they're not legally human <laughs> beings <laughs> I, think, I mean there's they're a reason we don't humans. let them vote or you know smoke cigarettes they're, or they're drink probably alcohol. old enough to smoke pot in Colorado or something like that yeah definitely uh, I think you gotta be 18 Sure. Whatever. I'm your host, Stephen Torrance. I'm here with Kevin Saunders. And we're both here with Matt Legler. What's going on, Matt? It's going, man. It's going. Having a good time. It's so good to have you back on. You've been on um, a few. I think you've been on more of the the New Year's prediction episodes than anybody else. Well, except for you and me. Except for us. Because we just can't stop. We don't count. New Year's resolution. I just can't quit you, Stephen. I think so. Well, let's, uh, so, oh, for, for those of y'all for, for whom this is the first time listening to Bad Philosophy do a New Year's episode, here's how it generally goes. Um, we have made predictions a year ago. I have no idea what I predicted. <laughs> That's okay, because I do. I know you do. That's why it's okay. <laughs> and we're going to look at how we did, and we're also going to make predictions for the new year. Sure. It's easy. Yeah. It's so easy. Yeah. Um, All we got to do is guess what will happen in the future. Right. Yeah. Anybody can do it. Well, the best way to predict the future is to invent it, as a great man once said. Asimov? And um, it's it's tough to predict things, especially about the future, as another man said. I don't know. These Asimov? are just quotes that might have been. I don't know. Could have been Asimov. Do you know who said these things? Cause Sounds like Asimov. Let's just know. say it was Asimov. Yeah. We can predict that, and then yeah. we'll see how we did next yeah. year. <laughs> so It's uh, like that, uh, that Abraham Lincoln quote. Which one? Uh, the thing about... Things you read on the internet is you never know if they're true or not. Mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, well, let's just jump right in. So, Kevin, 
last year. Yes. You had resolutions and predictions. Yeah. We kind of put these together. We used to separate them, but then that got like really <laughs> Just stuff hard. for the next year. Yeah. yeah. Stuff for the next year. So you had a goal of reading 52 books. Mm-hmm. I did. Week. Did you? I read 61 books in the past year. What? Um, I actually I finished the last one this morning, mm-hmm. um, so it was technically in the next year. Um, and there's about half a dozen that I started and did not finish. Mm-hmm. I don't count those in the 61. Yeah. Um, so I actually began more books than I finished, which is not unusual. I sometimes a book falls to the wayside. Right. And I'm in the habit of reading three or four things simultaneously. Um, I juggle books. I'm not the guy who sits down and reads an entire book and then jumps to the next one. And Can then... you actually like physically juggle books? Is that possible? Um, of a certain size, probably. Yeah. I mean, I could not not for like a long time, but I could do a quick cascade. Would you have to like like rubber band them closed, or could you juggle them? Um, if they were if they were of the right dimensions, I uh-huh. bet you could juggle them close without having to, to glue them shut. They would like flap open and then just we get really. It takes some practice. I'm I'm thinking yeah. little. I'm thinking like mass market paperbacks. That have really thick spines. So basically, like, pick three books from the Game of Thrones series. Uh-huh. I could probably juggle those. Cool. Um, or, um, in their original format, the uh, the Quicksilver trilogy. Oh. Before it got split into nine books. Right. When it was just three books. <laughs> Ooh. Because um, those, were, those were some massive tomes. Or uh, Stephen King's The Stand. Mm. Similar length. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, good. I could probably Congratulations. So, yeah. No, I did. Um, it, was, it was an accomplishment. I... I I started off very strong because I actually, um, and you can, I can, we can post the link if you want. I kept yeah. it all track of it in a Google Doc. Oh. Um, that, yeah, let's do that. Let's post um, Kevin's reading list for 2013. Yeah, somebody else made, because 50 book, 52 book challenge is not a new thing. No. But this guy made a Google Doc um, that I then copied. And for a large portion of the year, he actually let anybody who used his document give him access to it. And then he would post rankings for everybody who had done it, which was oh, kind of cool. Neat. Um, he had some family things apparently come up and, and was unable to uh, continue it. Uh, Matt Wend was his name, Matt I'm pretty Wend. sure. I'll see if I can find the original links. Um, cool. uh, so, but it's got, you know, when you're doing it, it's like, it, there's got part for like days left, pages left. Because mm-hmm. there's also a 16 or 160,000 page. Mm-hmm. Requirement, not requirement, but like similar. So it can't goal. be. It can't be like you know, little picture books. Yeah. Or, you know. Well, I mean, if I did the math, and it averages out to like two hundred eighty pages. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you have an equal number, if fifty two books in that number of pages. Okay. So there's some way I read some graphic novels, um, but I also read some you know thousand page tomes, mm-hmm. and so it kind of yeah it evens out. It evens out. Um, well, we got a lot to go through, so let's uh, yeah sorry. Let's keep moving and all that. Um, Matt, did you have a a resolution or a prediction for 2013 that you recall offhand? Mm. I think I probably had uh, about 10 uh, okay. out of which um, I I probably did part of all 10. I don't think I succeeded on any of them. Uh, well, p- pick one. What would you work on the most? Well, I've got a longstanding um, New Year's resolution. Um, I guess it's more of a New Year's goal more than a resolution, but it's been to get an app in the iOS app store just for the purpose of my own learning and expanding my coding abilities. But unfortunately, I spent all my time learning languages that don't help me on any kind of Mac platform. So (laughs) I haven't really uh, just uh, spent enough time on it. So maybe that's something that I'll I'll be able to circle back to this next year. Roll it over. So far, it's kind of failed. Okay. Um, One of my resolutions was to watch more of the West Wing. 
And that totally happens. Yeah? I, Did you finish I'm, it off? I'm almost... Well, I, I completed two seasons. Okay. In, in 2013. Okay. And that was watching an episode or two every week or so. Yeah. So just really you know, taking it slow, mm-hmm. savoring it. I have I have found that I prefer watching TV that way. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's been a couple shows this year I marathoned. Um, Orange is the New Black being one. Arrested Development being another. What did you think of Arrested Development, by the way? That was one of the ones we really, all of us really looked forward to. Solid B. Okay. <laughs> um, the first three seasons of Arrested Development are still in my top three shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, the fourth season would, if if added into them as a whole, mm-hmm. would actually knock them out of that ranking. Oh. Um, but it was still a really good show. Yeah, it was all right. Um, I, I, I would say it was a victim of its own hamartia. Um, which is oh, you're gonna you're gonna Google see if nope, you can spell it right. Nope, I can't. <laughs> it's Greek. Oh, hey, Hamartia, um, Hamartia. Yeah, Hamartia is how it's pronounced. Okay. Although Hamartia is how I pronounced it the first time I came across it in a uh, theater textbook. <laughs> oh. Um, it's Greek for missed aim. Ah, a fatal flaw leading to the downfall of a tragedy. Yeah, I hate that. Order. It's always called the fatal flaw, um, but missed aim is a better translation. Uh. Um, and. The rest of the development series is Hamartia hmm. was trying to do a series of episodes that could be watched in any order. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did not succeed in that and kind of had to back off from it and be like, oh, no, there really is a right there order. We're sorry. There is order to it, yeah. Um, but that, that, I, that aim, mm-hmm. I super love. Like, that's an awesome aim. Yeah. The fact that they fell short of it is understandable because mm-hmm. it would be an incredible narrative feat. Um. And so, for that reason, a solid B. A solid B. Um, Which check. is passing. B passes. B passes? But not on the right. Because he can't. That's illegal. No. All right. <laughs> you resolved to learn Czech in 2013. I learned no Czech. Okay. <laughs> um, I've learned a little bit of Spanish because I picked I... up Duolingo. Okay. Um, the App Store app of the year. Mm. Um, and I do still say... Uh, I find myself saying, uh, what is it? Uh, whatever check for thank you is. I said it last night, and I said, ah, that's that thing that I know. Spasiba? No. Oh, that's, that's Russian. Um, yeah. If you had me a thing, I would say... <laughs> DK. DK. That's what it is. Ah. Um, but not Donkey Kong. No. No. It's All spelled right. very differently. I'm sure. Um, let's see. I resolved to... Oh, well, it's your Matt. Another one of yours uh-huh. is next. Well, well uh, okay. So, um, starting out this year, my uh, my main goal was to just kind of get myself situated. And, mm. you know, because I was graduating college um, uh, last or in 2012. And so, oh, my yeah. goal in 2013 was really to just kind of establish myself outside of college and kind of find what my routine was, um, you know, where you actually go to work every day and have your weekends to yourself and figure out what life is like in that whoa. stage. Whoa. So, I, don't, I don't understand what these things my are goal you're talking to, about. Uh, like, <laughs> be able to pay my rent and uh, keep my job, which has gone great. So oh, I good. think it, I'm okay with letting some of my other New Year's goals slide by the wayside since I was able to you know, keep my job for the first year and a half. Yay. Get not fired. Get not fired. Exactly. <laughs> for one year. <laughs> and have some fun while not getting fired. I've cool. been not fired for almost two years now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is scary. But, you know, with less of the whole consistent nine to five yeah, no, thing. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what that's all about. Yeah. It's Must weird. Nice. Nine to five life is, is weird. 
You don't really. Do you have a nine to five life? Because I, I kinda, it feels like you don't. I kind of opted to after okay. we all sort of settled into it here at the at the startup after a little while. Like okay, I, I would always try to be at the office anywhere between eight forty five and nine thirty. Like, okay, that was sort of my range, but. You know, depending on which taco place I went to, we kind of, you know, it slip occasionally, and then yeah, in the afternoon, it in, like, rub it in. Hey, it's Austin, right? That's what we do. Yeah, we love tacos. There are actually three great breakfast taco places within a half mile of this office, and they're all wonderful. Um, I'm kind of craving some breakfast tacos now. Yeah, I don't know where. Well, well we might be able to get some at Torchies. They they've served them all day long. have a Torchies up here in Dallas now. Yeah, they've really? expanded. There's one in uh, South Lake, as a matter of fact. Really, Austin. I is went there exporting. with my family. Cool. Um, let's see. One more from you, Kevin. You you predicted uh, this is actually potentially a good segue. Um, the <laughs> bust and boom of crowdfunding. So the the like the big ones like Kickstarter would fall apart. Um, there would be like a court case or something yeah, around them. Yeah, um, yeah. I've, I've looked up like Kickstarter in, in 2013. Mm-hmm. Really, really the biggest thing that happened for them is I, I think they there was just a, a boom. There was definitely a boom. <laughs> there wasn't much of a bust. Um, there was a shift, though, in what the boom was around. Like, yeah. There was the, um, I believe, the Veronica Mars movie and the new movie from uh what's his name from zach garden. braff zach braff uh the, the sequel to garden state not a sequel spiritual successor zach braff second movie zach braff second they, movie. i mean <laughs> like if if mall rats is a spiritual successor to clerks then um <laughs> wish i was here would be the spiritual successor to garden state same writer director okay nothing really else in common gotcha um, Mallrats was technically a prequel it so it's almost the day i mean it, i think kickstarter really just sort of became a thing i mean it's, it did it's, it's established it definitely did um what i was kind of expecting to happen there was to see a a shift in how crowdfunding went mm-hmm. um, I, I was certainly expecting the first big kickstarter fraud which didn't happen right um although arguably some smaller ones did nothing well, on a major <sighs> scale but some definitely smaller kickstarter frauds happened the pebble started shipping and it wasn't like as great as people yeah and we've seen things like that that happened mm-hmm. Um, there were some Kickstarters that got canceled in the middle of um, their plans mm-hmm. due to some really fraudulent pledge activity mm. or allegedly fraudulent pledge activity, mm. um, which has a whole other thing going on. Um, one thing that I've seen start up, and, and I've seen more different crowdfunding sites, so there's Indiegogo, yeah. there's one called Fund Anything. Um, which I actually backed a project on. I backed Penn Jillette's newest movie, mm-hmm. which is the movie he, that he's writing. Somebody else is directing it, mm-hmm. um, and he plays the bad guy. I backed that through Fund Anything. Mm-hmm. And even cooler, and I really like this idea, uh, something I just discovered this past week, is something called Patreon. Huh. Um, which is like crowdfunding, but for ongoing projects. So a creator sets a time span, let's say one month. Okay. And you then become a patron of that person, that creator. And they have to deliver something to you, if they say every month, every month consistently. And if they Hmm. do that, you pledge them a buck or three bucks or ten bucks a month for them to continue living and creating. So I backed a webcomic on Patreon, uh-huh. um, Zach Wiener Smith, the guy who did uh, who does Saturday Morning Breakfast Cereal, 
kind of did the first really big successful one. Right. I didn't back his because I don't actually like Saturday morning breakfast well, cereal. This is, so it's how is that any different from just like a subscription to something? Um, because you're not you're not guaranteed the same sort of thing. There's a lot less creative control over it. Huh. Or there's there's a lot more control on the creator. It's it's patronage huh. is really what it is, but it's a crowdsourced patronage. Yeah. So like we're not telling you what to make, but you're going to we make just want things. You to be able to make it. We want you to be able to make it. Mm-hmm. I like you as a creator, hmm. and I want to be able to give you money to help you continue creating things. Hmm. I mean, which the which was what patronage was. It was usually just one rich person giving a lot of money to a single artist. Um, Chuck me, I'm super. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Chuck Me is is a playwright who actually is a who is actually patronized. Like um, he he's a playwright and he has um, this couple that basically said, "We love your stuff. We're going to pay you to keep making it." Cool. Like regardless of what else happens, just keep writing, and we're I gonna we're gonna fund you for that process. I really think it's the right model for art. I mean, oh, it, patronage it, is is great for art. Yeah. Um, it's tough to get into it. Yeah. It's tough to get a patron. So but that's is... where something like Patreon yeah. makes it a little bit easier. It makes a little bit that so you you know you may not be able to pay all your bills with it every month, mm-hmm. but it could certainly help. Is it is it Patreon? P A T R E O N. Okay. I like cool. the sound of that a lot. I mean, I know there's musicians that I've followed before that have mm-hmm. quote unquote retired from their band and then they'll go off and do things on their own. And I mean, I will actively pursue their projects that they do on the side just because I know that I like the things yeah. that they create. And so I, you know, I, I don't care what, what genre of music they're writing after that or what the topic of the songs are, you know, I'm going to try to, um, discover anything for them. I can just mm-hmm. and, and like support it if possible, because, I like who they are. You yeah, know? and this is this is sort of a balance between a, a Kickstarter, which is about a project, and this is about supporting an artist. Yeah, right. Um, you know, Jonathan Rosenberg's another comic it is, artist. It's, it's more about the people. It's definitely more about the people. Yeah. Um, this is where kind of the, the we've talked about the thousand true fans idea before. Yeah. Like being a Patreon with a thousand true fans, being a, a creator. Once you hit that, you you're then have a guaranteed income to be flexible with and know that you don't have to worry about paying your bills and eating and paying you know rent Yeah, and can just create because that's what people want you to do. Oh, this is so cool. It is. It's really cool. This and really, so really cool. this is not something I, expe- I predicted at all, but um, I suspect we will see more of this in the near future. So there, hey, there's a my prediction for Part of me wants to, to jump on this and just see if anybody's interested in, in funding, like, my sign language videos yeah. or something. Yeah, I mean, you know, or, or, even or you know, bad philosophy. <laughs> right. or Because um, it's an ongoing project as opposed sure. to, uh, you know, we make a thing and then you get a thing, mm-hmm. which is what Kickstarter's all about. I mean, we have... Yeah, I th- it's just a neat idea. It's a neat yeah. idea. Um, so, so I, it's and, kind of a service model more than a product model, really. Sure is. That's what it is. I like it. So Kickstarter for for uh, products, Patreon for creation and art. Wow, world's going to cool places. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted to to name off a few of the things that I I backed in in 2013. No. <laughs> uh, and not so Monos the Hands of Felt. Yep. Which Kevin and I have both we backed, both backed and, that one. Um, it's pretty good. It's all right. It was, it was successful. Sorry. Did you watch the uh, commentary? No. I, I didn't either. The commentary yet. Um, the sculpt aim, which is like a uh, tricorder for your muscles, 
that can like measure the quality of your, your individual muscles in your body. Um, the coin, which it was not a Kickstarter back, but it was a it was like an independent crowdfunding thing mm-hmm. like through their website. Sure. Um, coin is like a, a meta credit card that holds multiple credit cards and lets you select them and then just swipe them. Hmm. Yeah. Programmable magnetic strip. Um, and then the Cast AR, which is a uh, very, very futuristically cool, um, uh, let's call it a 3D holographic interactive display that uses um, Pico projectors mounted on glasses and a special kind of retro-reflective material to create a an immersive 3D experience. <laughs> very difficult to describe it in... <laughs> In a, in, video, a sound bite. in a video and images and yeah. impossible to describe just using audio. So I uh, highly encourage you all to check that out if you're interested in now, future Now stuff. I want to see what I backed this year. Um, I'm pulling it up. Let's see. What wow, doesn't that look like Legmar? Oh, it looks exactly like Matt. Wow. Are you kickstarting something, Matt? <laughs> you should send him that. It's on kickstarter.com. Matt, you there? Did you disappear? Dang it, I sat on my mute button. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Uh, you're uh, like, why aren't they talking? What I, happened? I don't think I'm uh, starting anything on Kickstarter, but uh-huh. I did shop at Target a couple weeks ago, so I may have lost my identity. Oh, great. Is that a thing? Did They did they, they lost um... a lot of credit card information. <laughs> okay. That happens all the time. Just cancel your card. But if you go to Kickstarter.com, there's a guy on the front page that looks a lot like you. Mm-hmm. His name is Jack, Let's check apparently. this out. Yep. Um, wanted to move on to, to a few of the other predictions, um, just so that we can get on to 2014 stuff. Soon. Yeah. Um, we saw a lot of movies come out. Um, I, th- there was a specific prediction that the, uh, Hobbit 2 would, would just bomb for being, you know, a horrible technology and a horrible movie. Well, that didn't happen. It was actually a little bit better than the first one, but I intentionally saw it in, uh, 35 millimeter. Instead of seeing it in super any HDR. kind of 3D and definitely not high frame rate. And it was a good experience. It actually kind of stripped away all of the technological mumbo jumbo and got back to, okay, this is a good movie. Put it on Is it true frame. that part of that movie was shot on a GoPro? Uh, yeah. And you could tell which parts. <laughs> um, any, Did, any of the, were they um, horrible? Or is it just you could tell because of the tell. fish eye lens? Yeah. You, fish eye, the resolution was a little bit off. Um, yeah, it just, it was, it was jarring. It was like, why, why is there GoPro footage in here? You know? like, <laughs> could you not afford a real camera and waterproofing rig? Like, I don't know. No. And, and they weren't even shots that mattered very much. It was just like exactly what you would expect from a GoPro shot, but of a dwarf in a barrel. <laughs> and it was sort of underscored the fact I that... I never expect to see a dwarf on the other end of my GoPro. Yeah. Well, you're clearly doing it wrong. <laughs> and you're, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's a joke in there somewhere. Um, so, so then, just movies in general in, in 2013, um, stuff that I I didn't expect to be good ended up being pretty good. Like, um, well, I mean, the Avengers was predictably going to be going to be the awesome. Avengers was, was great. Was, like, was, movie, did that come out in 2013? Definitely came out in 2013. Holy cow! That yep. seems like it was a long time ago. Yep. 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 Um, a Good Day to Die Hard. Was apparently terrible. Yeah. I did not watch it. But um, uh, Hunger Games 2, Anchorman 2. Uh, I don't know. There, there Can were... we talk about something that Anchorman 2 did or is doing? I, I don't even know what. 
So, um, Anchorman 2, like a lot of the films in the Judd Apatow universe, it wasn't directed or written by Judd Apatow, but it's in that oh. universe, um, meaning that it's the same f- school of comedy. There's a lot of improvisation that happens on the sets. Yeah. So it's like, insert joke here, and then they just make it up, or right. whatever goes on. It's like, make something funny. Um, they shot so much of that for Anchorman 2 that they're releasing a different version of Anchorman 2. An entire... Like, Same movie, all different jokes. <laughs> that I'm actually kind of interested in seeing. Like, I'm, I'm intrigued, right? <laughs> like, huh. Um, the, it's the the same director did something, or I think it was the same director did something interesting with the um, uh, what was the movie? It was a movie that nobody watched, where Jennifer Aniston and another guy go live in a commune. Oh, I don't know. It was a comedy. Yeah. Um, they they released a different version of it as well, where because so much of it was improvised mm-hmm. that they released a. It was like not a not a, a director's cut. Yeah, which is like an actual... But a, a different version. <laughs> Where the same... They, they hit the same plot beats. Yes. But in a completely different way. With different dialogue throughout. I'm kind of kind of intrigued. Um, so I'm, yeah. I, Anchorman 2 is doing that. That's pretty... Um, the original Anchorman kind of did that um, with a movie called Wake Up, Ron Burgundy. I think it would be neat as... Which was more just deleted scenes. Like if, if they did it like based on showings or something, like half of the actual... What, like Clue act- originally did? Oh, really? Well, the, the endings of Clue were different, depending, were different, on different the... depending on which screening you went to. Oh, how many different endings were Three. there? Three. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, um, it was meant to be a big deal at the time, although people didn't... Uh, it was, it was, the idea was that we would um, increase ticket sales... But that didn't happen because people weren't going to see 90% of the same movie oh, for five yeah. minutes of a different ending. Mm. Um, and now if you watch it on, on like Netflix or whatever, you can see, the, you see all three of them in a row. Yeah. Have you seen Clue? I have. Okay, yeah. 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 You get all three of them. It's like, that, that's one way it could have happened. <laughs> that's a good idea. Here's another. Um, movies that did surprise me, though, in, in 2013. I, I really enjoyed um, Inside Lewin Davis. Still need to see that. I saw most of the movies I enjoyed at the end of the year. Uh I don't know. I really liked Wolf of Wall Street and Inside Lewin Davis and can't think of any others. Uh, oh, and Pacific Rim. That kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, we did not put that on our list of movies. I knew about that. Too. I don't think I knew it was coming out in 2013 mm-hmm. um, just because... Really enjoyed Pacific Rim. I, I was at Comic-Con when Del Toro announced it. Mm. Um, and he's like, I'm making a movie with giant robots and fighting giant monsters. <laughs> That's all he really said about it. <laughs> And a good job he did. Um, so, Matt, any any movies that surprised you in 2013, or disappointed um, you? <laughs> I'm not not particularly. I finally got caught up and watched the uh, the Hunger Games. Um, I went and watched the, when the second one came out. I decided to, that it was time for me to watch the first one. So I, mm-hmm. I watched it and then promptly went to the theater and watched the second one, which was interesting because I realized that. Um, most people forget everything that happens in in the first movie in a series <laughs> before they go watch the next one. So I had a little bit different experience than some of the people I was with. Um, hmm. But uh, I thought it was all right. Yeah. Um, but overall, right. like I don't have any movies that stood out to me that were just incredible. Oh, I I can't not mention Upstream Color. Well, that was um, good. Yeah. Which which is my movie of the year. Like I I didn't see a lot of the movies that are on most of the end of the year list. I didn't see Before Midnight. We I should didn't do see her. a whole episode on Upstream Color actually. I don't know if I, I can, I don't know if I can if I can articulate why I love that movie, um, or I don't know if I can articulate why, why I love that. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why it would be interesting. If I can articulate why I love that movie, 
in a way that would make other people understand why I like that movie, mm. if that makes sense. I mean, I can say the things I love. Um, the whole first act being a rape allegory. Um, oh, yeah. Um, like, I mean, that that alone, like, I was in tears in the, before the first 20 minutes ended. Wow. Um, and then it where it goes weird. from there and being about survivor's guilt and... I mean, there's there's so much happening in that movie. Yeah. Um, I love it. I love it. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, oh, man. Now and it's not nearly it. as confusing as Primer or as confusing as people think that Upstream Color is. <laughs> oh, really? It's not as confusing as people think it is. Okay. Um, it, everything's there if you watch. Good. Well, then I should watch it again and we should, yeah. we should discuss it. Um, okay, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, a few other like random things that I noticed listening to the episode. Um, <laughs> we we mentioned at one point we were talking about like food trucks and like the rise of foodieism in Austin and everything. Yeah. And at one point, I think it was I or or somebody said, um, yeah, like food trucks for glasses, like selling other things through food trucks. And that's actually like I thing. saw that food truck. <laughs> I saw that food truck for glasses. Um, there's a, you can buy glasses um, for your face. A, a food truck per se but it's, it's a glasses truck it's a pop-up retail truck that sells glasses yeah i saw that <laughs> i was just like i heard that and i was like oh that's funny that's a thing that Completely exists now. did not intend for that to be true but yeah accidentally do they, right do they g- give you a prescription right then and there they have you stand back 20 feet and read the no. license plate no no it's more just forgetting your frames yeah, but you can but if you have a prescription they can fill it for you mm-hmm. hmm. so it was, yeah, it was just a fun thing and then um uh, the whole Google Glass thing, we kind of predicted that it was going to be the year of Google Glass. It wasn't. One year early. I think this year, <laughs> when Glass actually ships to most people. I don't know. It's a weird thing that Google did with that. Just as an aside, I want to rant real quick here. I, I think it was a mistake for them to release it so early to, to the kind of people they released it to. They They targeted early adopters and only early adopters in Silicon Valley... That had money, and so you end up getting the the first <laughs> very representatives of of Google Glass tended to be Glass male, holes. male thirty forty something white <laughs> and rich glassholes. Yeah. yeah. So so you created sort of the stereotype of the person who has glass is this, and I I think that was just that they completely shot themselves in the foot with the Explorer program. The I think the idea was supposed to be you get it in the hands of a diverse group of people yeah. that show the diverse uses of Google Glass. However, not so much. They Although, messed up somewhere. Did you see, because I'm sure I saw it this year, mm-hmm. is when I saw it. Um, you know, you're familiar with Black Mirror, right? Mm-mm. Oh, you need to watch at least an episode of Black Mirror. Pick okay. an episode. There's six. All right. um, I've seen four. Um, I've seen three and a half. Um, but it's a show by Charlie Brooker. It's British. Mm-hmm. It's like the Twilight Zone, but now. And I and and that's the best explanation. But it's about technology hmm. and the world around you. And there's one called one of the episodes is called I think Your Whole Entire Life, and it's about this implant that you get that hmm. you can get as young as being an infant that then records everything you see and experience for instant playback. Whoa. Whenever you want. It's a built-in photographic memory, basically. Yes. Yeah. And then you can then see, let other people see it as well. Oh. And so, like, it starts off, this guy gets out of a job interview and then immediately starts replaying the interview, trying to see if he did a good job or not. Huh. Um, and then it goes out of there. Now, 
I said it's like the Twilight Zone. It's a horror anthology. Oh. Like it is not like it is. It's set five minutes into the future, and some of it gets really scary. Oh, um, not not like monster jumping out at you, scary, but like filled with dread about the world that we live in, scary. Um, but it's called Black Mirror because uh, because uh, we all have Black Mirror Black Mirrors in our hands. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's a visual pun. You can't hear it on the internet. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Imagine that you pulled out your phone without hitting the on button and you looked at it mm-hmm. when I said that, and then you'll get what I was saying. Yeah. Interesting. So that's a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, just uh, wearables. I, I I crowdfunded a lot of wearables. I pre-ordered a lot of wearables in 2013. <laughs> I did not get You're a lot of You're not wearing a lot of wearables yet. <laughs> yes. These are all things that will sort of... I will, I will reap what in 2014 what I sowed in 2013 with you know Cast AR, Mayo, uh, Naimi, Angel, Sculpt, and uh, there's probably one other in there. <laughs> I spent a lot of money on uh, wearable technology. On things that will I, I spent a lot of money on the future. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I lost 100% of my wearables that I owned in 2013. Lost them? I only owned one. Lost it. Was it a <laughs> wristband? It was, it was a, a Fitbit, wasn't app. it? Oh. Yeah. yeah, you you had one one of the free ones, right? I had a few of the free ones they sent me. Um, <laughs> they sent me the new one when it came out, but um, one of the yeah. one of the kids at Sunday school at church definitely lost that. Oh no! That's <laughs> why you never give your wristband to a to a kid. Yeah, not a good yeah. idea. Well, let's uh, let's uh, move on to uh, to 2014. Looking forward at the year ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll I'll start out with uh, movies coming up in the uh, in the near future. What's Spend coming a out? little bit of time on this. Um, well, we could do a whole episode on which movies are going to be great, or which, which movies, movies we want to be great. But just a brief list of uh, stuff I'm looking forward to: the Muppets movie, the new Muppets movie is coming out. In I'm excited about that one. Um, uh, let's see. Cap A, the Winter Soldier. I'm yes, excited about Captain that. America, uh, Transcendence, which is a ooh. I think you described it well it. last night. You said uh, dystopian singularity fiction. It is a dystopian singularity fiction, starring uh, Johnny Depp and Emma. Not Emma Thompson. Is that Emma Thompson? Yeah. Wait. No. No. Uh, Emma Thomas. Emma Thomas. No, that's not her. That's what that says. Mm-hmm. But that's not who's playing it. Rebecca yeah. Hall. Yeah. Um, yeah, as the principal. And Cillian Murphy, a.k.a. that weird guy that you see in lots of movies. <laughs> Morgan Freeman is in there. Yeah. It's, yeah, weird stuff. Um, kind of looking forward to Godzilla. Could be could eh, be good. It could be all right. It's a new Godzilla movie. Uh, not much else. At the, oh, Edge of Tomorrow. The uh, Tom Cruise. Um, and this is Emma Thompson. No, yeah. Emily Blunt. Sorry, uh, God, I don't I, think Emma Thompson's Emma in Thompson? any of these movies you want to see. Who's Emma Thompson? Emma Thompson is in one of the best one actresses that exists. She's in. Uh, she's in this one, Maleficent, I think. Is or she? Command F that. See be. if she can find Emma Thompson. Yeah. No, nope. no, nope. she's Guess not in not. any of these movies you're talking about. That's what it is. Um, uh, sorry, Edge of Tomorrow is Emily Blunt and Tom Cruise. Groundhog Day meets Starcraft. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, it looks good. Looks good. I would have said Starship Troopers, but the okay. book, not the movie. Groundhog Day meets Starship Troopers. 
and then there's other stuff. Uh, Fast and the Furious sequel, because we don't have enough of those. Um, Paul Walker's last movie. Yep. Yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, a New Planet of the Apes. Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm super excited about Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. I'm kind of excited about Between it, Between Rocket Raccoon <laughs> and everything else. Could be good. It's directed by James Gunn, who uh, I really liked one of his movies and really didn't like one of his other movies. Super was I didn't disturbing. like Super. I didn't like Super. Yeah. Super did one thing well, and it was not a good thing, but it did it well, mm. um, which was it realistically depicted the sexual assault of a man. Yeah. Um, which was disturbing, because that's disturbing. I mean, sexual assault is always disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like... For something you don't see in fiction, yeah, that was neat. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't like the movie though. Um, yeah. I did like Slither. I loved Slither. Okay, Slither was a great movie. Um, Interstellar. Not a lot of is known about it, but uh, I like the sentiments at least of the of the teaser trailer. Yeah, didn't have uh, Matt Damon driving a truck. I think so. Yeah, that's, that's about it. And apparently, they're splitting Mockingjay into two parts. Of course, which, they are. Uh, that's not what we do now. Content in that book for two movies. That's what we do now. Um, Brad Bird is directing something, uh, a sci-fi epic. <laughs> so cool. So another Brad Bird movie. Yay! Um, he's a good director. And then uh, there's a couple of biblical films coming out. Russell Crowe is doing uh, Noah. And uh, there is an Exodus movie. You know what movie I'm sad never kind of really happened? With Christian Bale. Um, hmm? Paradise Lost. Um, it was going to be a thing? It was going to be a thing with Bradley Cooper playing the devil. Ooh. All right. I think it was Bradley Cooper. Paradise um, Lost 2000... Yeah, 2014, 2014 would have been... Yeah. Oh, what? PC load letter. <laughs> the hell does that mean? <laughs> oh, IMDb is broken. That's Houston, we have just a Google Paradise Lost. Okay, movie. Yeah, something. Well, Google, anyways, Google Bradley Cooper with it. <laughs> I want to see if I'm making that up. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. It's at least been Googled. Legendary pulls plug on Bradley yeah. Cooper's Paradise Lost. Yeah, he was going to play the devil in Paradise Lost. Okay. Um. Sure. Anyways, um, <laughs> twenty fourteen in movies should be all right. I think uh, if you counted in twenty fourteen, I'm most looking forward to her. Yeah. Even though it's it's been in limited release for a while. Twenty thirteen film, but I'm seeing it in twenty fourteen. Yeah. Gonna, that's another like near future. Mm-hmm. Finally, playing with like some of the the sci sci fi slash human emotional ramifications. Although, it, you know what it reminded me of is like a really good Star Trek episode. Yeah. It looks like. That's fair. Exploring that kind of yeah. stuff, you know. Although, and I hate to go back to Black Mirror, there's another episode of Black Mirror that, about that. that well, in a different way. Okay. In like um, a dark and disturbing way, and not a hopeful I don't know, way. I didn't finish the episode, because I, I, I was afraid it was going to go dark and disturbing, and I didn't want to watch it. Um, but a woman loses her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and there's a service that exists, like he dies in a car accident, I like, they break up. Yeah. Um, that goes through all of... They're on your someone's online presence oh, and creates yeah. a virtual version of them for you to interact with. 
um, uh, so you feed it a lot of input, and then it figure, and then it, they guess what he would, how he would respond, and huh. she begins like talking to him a lot, and IMing him, and texting him, and things like that. Oh, that's just strange. It is, but it's also one of those that could happen. That could, that yeah, could be a thing. That could be a thing. Um, anything in particular you, you're looking forward to in, in 2014, movies wise, Matt? Movies wise, um, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, how a movie that's funded off Kickstarter shows uh, shows up, right? See how the Veronica Mars movie does. Veronica Mars! Oh, yeah, yeah. Coming out soon. I'm excited about that. Uh, they released... They've announced the uh, date, I'm pretty sure. I think I they just said early 2014, didn't they? No, I think they've announced a date, but maybe I made that up. I don't know. Either way, I think it'll be... IMDb cool. won't tell you the date. Maybe, it's, maybe this is the beginning of, of more movies that will be funded like this. I like it. I mean, it's, it's again, returning to kind of the patronage idea of like, okay, uh-huh. fans want to see something happen. Let's but, go straight between the info box. creators and fans. Do you fans. know how to even Wikipedia? March 14th, 2014. Okay. March 14th. Cool. You need to learn where they put the important stuff. Well, I know they, they put it there. I was looking at other things. Sorry. I'm also looking forward to the Lego movie because... It'll probably yes. be horrible, but I loved Legos growing up. So if it has Legos in it, I am going to be there and I'm going to watch right. it. It should be fun. If the trailer is an indication, it looks like it's it's like self-awarely kind of campy. I don't yeah, know, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks good. Looks really good. All right, so non-movie predictions for 2014. Yeah, crazy ones, people. Let's just hear it. All angles, um, Kevin. I don't know. I can tell you something now that was something happened in 2013 that I didn't expect to happen. Mm-hmm. I bought a pair of shoes with laces. What? I bought a pair of shoes I'd, without laces. Well, Me I had too. actually, I, I had actually yeah. not worn like a pair of shoes. I've not, I'd not purchased a pair of shoes with laces in possibly 10 years. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm not kidding at all. Like um, I was a yeah, huge I mean, you're wearing fan. Sandals and I'm it's wearing like sandals right now. Outside, so that's because it's my day off. I wear my sandals on my days off. Okay. Because I don't like wearing shoes with laces. Um, but yeah, I actually the, the actual story is probably kind of boring. But I wore pretty much the same style of shoes for a very, very long time. Mm. And then I learned I have a really high arch and had to buy different shoes. And ended Horrible. up with a pair that has laces. So it was it's weird. I've had to like remember what it's like to tie my laces. Hmm. I didn't forget, but it's annoying. Hmm. Um, that's not a prediction at all. Okay. You're you're gonna buy more laced things. I'm, I'm in probably not gonna buy. I'm, I, well, I might have to buy more shoes. I go through shoes pretty quick. Mm. Um, I got a prediction for 2014. Okay, lay it on us. Austin's gonna stop being cool. Ooh. God, I hope so. I think I think we peaked in like late 2013. I think I think we were right about there. Now that's not to say that. The actual influx of people to Austin mm-hmm. will will um, diminish or will decline or like the rate. What are you decline? at right now? Like nine hundred a week or something like that. Too many. Uh yeah, it's like a thousand. It's like a thousand a week. It's um, over a hundred per day. So, and what I mean by that is, I think we passed like peak Austin, <laughs> sort of like peak oil, <laughs> like the peak the peak of our ability to to balance like a. a the the population with like a, a sufficient number of high quality things 
yeah. to keep that population interested. Because it, the a few very important things of what I felt like have like congealed mm-hmm. in Austin. Franklin Barbecue, um, the coffee shop scene has pretty much like congealed with a few things opening in, in 2013 yeah. that were interesting, like Houndstooth Coffee. Um, and the Wright Brothers Brews and Brews, which uh, I've not been to, but I love the idea of. Yeah, oh, right, brother. It's it's good. It's okay, but but it's it's it, it's this thing like um, it's like we've refined Austinness. <laughs> we've we've got it down to like a set of definable things. Yeah. It's, it's these six things. It's it's wood. It's glass with like Edison bulbs. It's uh, just <laughs> enough metal to be interesting. Clean lines. Like th- there's there's sort of I could we've take created you created an aesthetic. <laughs> right. I could take you to like five places in Austin and be like, this is what everything is going to look like. Yeah. Like we got it. This is it. And they're yeah. starting to sort of copy that in other places. Um, but, and this is potentially the most disturbing, like the music thing that is supposed to be really our thing um, felt like it hit a critical mass. Like with hmm. Austin city limits, they did two weekends. ACL yeah. had two weekends this year. Second one, one got it rained, rained out. out. Yeah. Second one, not only could they not sell it out, but it got rained out. <laughs> to be so, fair, there was a lot of rain. Yeah, it was miserable. So that and, and just the the fact that we now have um, the uh, Circuit of the Americas yeah. thing, which has not actually had as big of an impact on the city itself as people thought it would. But that that I think is a signaling of like a new phase uh, it, it may not be like the Austin's not cool anymore, which sounds so hipster of me. Um, <laughs> it was never cool. It's okay. But it sort of transitioned into, I think this is like the beginning of our Dallas phase. Yeah. I like to call it New Austin. <laughs> like New Austin started in 2013, hmm. um, late 2013. And okay. It, and Third Street is the seat of it. Fourth Street, the buildings that are going up there, um, certain parts of the east side. Uh, basically everywhere you see cranes right now yeah. it's new austin it's it's this the push of expansion but it, it's all it's all pushing with the same the same type of energy mm-hmm. um we're we're copying more than we are um like remixing and expanding yeah. so it, it's 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 like we're trying to scale up a thing but in order to do that you have to like stop iterating it and then just start copying it yeah um so that that started happening, and and so I think the people coming here from now on are going to get something different. They're not going to get what was what was possible before, yeah. because of all that. Um, Some would argue they're not getting it now. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's already started. Yeah. I mean, if you go to Franklin Barbecue now, it is not the same experience that it was two years ago. You also got to wake up way too early now. Yeah, it's it's too many people, too generic, too refined. Yeah, um, there's not the roughness around the edges. Um, unless you know where to look. There's a few places where it's still rough enough to be interesting. Yeah. I think I've got a prediction to change the subject. Yeah, sure. Just while we were thinking and talking. Um, I think 2014, we'll see one of two things happen. Mm. And they might both happen. I might be related. They might not. But they're just bouncing around in my head. Um, you will. We will really start seeing the effects of the collapse of cable. Okay. Um, I don't think cable will disappear in 2014. It's going to be around for a good long while, if nothing else, because the NFL will be holding them up. Mm. Um, But I think we will see the number of people who have cut the cord 
continue its upward spike to the point where there really is a huge impact. Mm -hmm. Related but not to that, I think we might see our first independent television breakout hit. Um, That is to say a a TV series that beyond the Netflixes, but something more akin to The Guild, um, which Felicia Felicia Day did, or Husbands, mm-hmm. um, which was done by mm. the woman who is a producer on uh, Once Upon a Time, used to be on Buffy, uh, Husbands, the TV series. Jane, wait. Jane Espenson. Jane Espenson. Yeah. yeah. Um, both of which have gotten close, but have not hit that real crossover appeal mm-hmm. of an independently produced television show yeah really hitting the mainstream because netflix was not independently produced it was produced with a market in mind it was produced by netflix the company it's not produced by and, and eight was, folks in a bedroom who do it out of the love so you, th- you you see this as sort of like a mainstreaming of the you know youtube content type yeah, stuff. And and not YouTube content like the vlogs. Um yeah. I've never really gotten into vlogs, but I, I'm vlogger adjacent. I know some folks who are or uh-huh. more into it. Also I read Tumblr occasionally and that scares me. <laughs> um as it should. But within all of that you know I watched Marble Hornets this year. That was a thing that I encountered. I watched Husbands. I watched The Guild. Mm-hmm. I watched Tabletop, um Will Wheaton's show. Uh, I watched Geek and Sundry's Learning Town, starring Paul and Storm. Like, all these things that that existed, but are still real niche. And I don't think we're ever going to have a mass... We're never going to have a cheers of the internet. We're never going to have a mash of the internet. Yeah. Um, Something that just... Everybody. everybody because because that's, not, that's not how we encounter culture anymore. It's right. much too niche. Um, you know, the top, the top shows on TV now get ratings that might have gotten them canceled 10 years ago mm. with the exception of like NCIS because 22 million people watch that every week right or 19 million something like that like everybody watches NCIS um or knows somebody who does but even then like the fact that community's on its fifth season just with with the ratings that it has tells you that like a successful ratings are way lower than they used to be because there's so much more yep. stuff to watch. So I think we're going to see the effects of that this year. And I think two symptoms of those effects will be more crossover internet independent television and a collapse and the what one might call death throes of cable television. They're gonna they're gonna go down kicking and screaming. Oh sure, it's gonna be ugly. Yeah, it's gonna be an ugly battle. Um, but I think that's this is the year we see that. Yeah, I, I think um, I think you're on on track with that. Um, I certainly have consumed far. I mean, almost no television in in 2013. I consumed a lot. Almost none. I mean, it, it, anything that I did was Netflix or YouTube, PBS Idea Channel. Bite-sized, easy, good production yeah. value. I would like to see some longer-form independent television. Mm. Um, like The Guild, I watch as a movie, not as a series. Uh, you wait for it to... I like, wait for it... Well, cause, because they do it. Like when they put it on Netflix, or I have the first three or four seasons on DVD. Mm-hmm. Like it, they just edit it together into a two-hour movie. Because each episode's like an eight to ten minute chunk. Yeah. Um, and so that's... And I think it actually flows better that way sometimes. 
I also don't like waiting a week for eight minutes is different to me than waiting a week for 40 minutes yeah. of television. Yeah, true. Um, That's what really bugged me about Red versus Blue, following that way oh, back in the day. It was I so couldn't do much it. I never was so able to do content. it. Uh, and always cliffhangers. Uh, what about you, Matt? What are, what are you consuming? Well, let's see. I'm looking forward to the second version of House of Cards, or the, I guess the second season of House of Cards being released. Um, yeah. I think that should be interesting. Uh, I enjoyed the first one. I hated Orange is the New Black. Could, I found oh, it so boring. Oh! Oh! No. oh wrong. Sorry. <laughs> Orange I, is the I New Black is the best new television show of the again. season. Uh, I picked up right where I left off, just kept going. Watched two episodes. Oh. Man, I, I just, I'm bored to tears watching oh. it. Oh! Bored. Um, oh! But, like I said, loved House of Cards. Um, and <laughs> I'm catching up on all of my. Veronica Mars TV series right now, so that I'm be ready for the movie when that comes out. Um, is it good? I mean, I've never seen Veronica Mars. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Yeah, it's, I watch it. it. It's fun. Okay, it's good. Hmm. Uh, and then this is kind of funny. I have never had cable. Um, well, aside from living with my parents, I have never had cable myself until uh, two weeks ago. I finally. Purchased Uverse. <laughs> so <laughs> funny timing. Um, the year that you expect yeah. a cable to die, I actually subscribed to cable. Um, and I mean, I think it's I, I think it's going down the drain just because I was just watching how much work goes into them setting me up, and I'm like, I don't understand how you're making any money off of this when, you know, <laughs> I, I think they had to come out to my apartment like four times just to get, you know, ESPN to show up on my TV. So it doesn't seem like they're 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 doing very well um when at the end of the day i already had internet service and if this was if the same if i could watch the same football games over the internet that's all i really care about i don't care about watching tv shows um like as they come out watching them you know behind schedule on netflix or something is fine with me i don't care at all so i would not have cable um this year at all if it wasn't just for me wanting to watch some sports so yeah sports is going to be the thing that, that's that's well, the really thing is, the holdout. Like MLB already has an independent subscription package. Yep. Um, NHL is moving that way. Uh, um, MLS. MLS has yep. it. So there's NBA. A, uh, NBA's on, got uh, one. Yeah. On Apple TV. You know what yeah. thing um, I am so upset can... about is that the Glades got canceled. I was watching that. I guess Glades? there's been four seasons now. I loved it. That show lasted for four seasons. Wow. I didn't watch it. Um, that was the the vampires and werewolves. No, 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 no. Glades was about a homicide detective down in the Everglades. Okay. Hmm. Starring Jason Lee? I don't know actors. You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> um, uh, they don't say who it stars. Interesting. Then probably not the one I'm thinking of. Uh, with Matt Pas- Pashmore? Yeah, that's not the one Matt I'm thinking Pashmore. of. No, okay. um, no. S- something that I completely forgot about that's an Austin thing that is definitely happening in 2014 is... Uh, Google Fiber. Woo! Yeah, and that has the potential to be game-changing in a lot of ways. I, I think it, it will make us even more exceptional <laughs> as cities go. Yeah, um, we'll be one of, like, what, three cities at that point that has it? We're the first city that matters to have Google Fiber. I'm sorry. Kansas City. Kansas City. Also, the other Kansas City that's next door to the first Kansas City. Sure. Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri. They're, like, next to each other. Oh, they both okay. have it. I mean, we're the first city that matters. Let's be honest. I have a we're, question we're about Austin being exceptional. City, city. 
Uh-huh. Have you experienced someone walking up to you around the greater Austin area and them asking you what's like a visitor, you know, or some sort of traveler? Have they come up to you and said, why is Austin exceptional? I've heard about it. You live here. What's the deal? Does that happen? No. No. Because if they're already here, then they, they kind of have an idea why that they is. They think they know why. Yeah. So they're not also for ask. No. For what it's worth... Um, no, nope, I don't know where that sentence was going. Yeah, I, I, it, it's that's the thing is is everybody thinks they do. No, here's the why Austin is is cool. Yeah, they think they do, and and and, and that's I I really it's unsustainable. It's the same reason why like okay I'm, I have a crush on somebody, but most of the reason why I have a crush on them is not them. It's because of what I think of them. It's, it's because of the dreams and the imagination. Which and the... totally comes up in one of the favorite movies that I watched again for the first time in 2013. Which is? Snow Day. Uh, I love that okay. movie. Yeah. Um, so it's the fantasy. I mean, it, it all depends on how well we can maintain this notion that there is something fantastic or exceptional or spectacular about Austin. And it is not... It is not in any of the instances of Austin. It is certainly not in watching the bats. It is not in going and seeing any particular live music mm-hmm. show. It is not in having any particular bit of food. But it is if one partakes in all of these things for their own sake, what might come out of that experience. Yeah. Which I would argue is not the transcendent thing that everybody expects when they come here or expects to get out of everything in the city but it's sort of it's like the spice you know Uh, something intriguing that occurred to me recently and it's an thing i've encountered when talking to people here in austin mm -hmm. a question that comes up in austin that i don't think comes up in other places nearly as much where are you from yeah because everybody's kind of internalized the fact that nobody is an Austin native. Hey, except me. That. You're you're a Georgetown native. That doesn't count. I no, it counts. Have an Austin, no, it doesn't. I live there. I had an Austin mailing address. Did you? I mean, but, one street over for me was Round Rock, but I was in Austin. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's fine. But but that question comes up all the time, and that's and that is representative to me of the culture of Austin. Yeah. Everyone's a transplant. I. For, weird tangential story mm-hmm. i took the bus back to austin from dallas on christmas day i was gonna get in a car to go i get into it it doesn't start huh. and i'm like i don't want to deal with this right now it's almost midnight i don't have to deal with calling them i don't want to find another car like oh. i just get out and i'm just kind of like cursing under my breath and someone across the way is like what the hell like what's <laughs> going on and i'm like it doesn't work and i'm like they're like oh that sucks do you want to ride oh and i'm like yes <laughs> Let me. Here's where I live, and and that person get, was picking up her brother, um, also on the bus, uh-huh. and like two other people who also he met on the bus, um, that, that he had known previously, but uh-huh. like ran into on this bus that like he hadn't seen in three years, mm. um, but in that car ride, like they're all talking about all the different places they're from because nobody's from Austin. Yeah, um, they didn't say that part, but that part occurred to me. I'm like nobody's from Austin. Yeah. Yes, I realize I'm talking to two people who claim to be exceptions to that rule. <laughs> But nobody's from Austin. <laughs> I and nobody's from this Austin. I, that, that's oh, the certainly, thing is, yeah. Is there's because it is so different. Like even even what I consider to be Austin, Austin. I'm from that Austin. I'm not from this Austin. And yeah. so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm as much of a 
of a transplant to whatever this is yeah. than it, as anybody else, right? Um, but I think you might have hit on it there. Like Austin is <laughs> so transient. <cliche>. Austin <laughs> is a state of mind. Austin is <laughs> Austin is. Hey, I don't know you. Let's be friends, or I'm going to do something like let let's be kind to each other because that's what Austinites do. You know, versus New York City where it's just like, hey, want to fight about it? You know, forget, you know, like, wait. Yes. Uh, and just, <laughs> just this sort of like open hostility toward, you know, I got to protect mm-hmm. my little, you know, five square feet of the city that are mine, you know. Yeah. Um, Austin is like, yeah, we got abundance here. Let's all share it and partake in it and, and in being open. Except for the places where it's not. Except where it's not, yeah. Um, Does Austin so have for- the Uber private driver service? No. no. We do not have a uh, we do not have a a ride. It's not a really rideshare. I guess it would be a rideshare. No, Uber is is a private car service. Yeah. No, we don't. We have uh, car sharing through Car to Go. Yeah. Kind of Zipcar, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> Still. Although Zipcar teamed up with Megabus, they have a Zipcar parking spot like right next to the bus station. Great. I gotta walk a block and a half to get. You know my how that go. works? You have to have rented the Zipcar at that Megabus station for it to be useful. You can't drive the Zipcar from any anywhere else in town, any other Zipcar spot in town. Really? To that Megabus location. You can't? The, the nature of Zipcar is you rent it from that location and must return it to that location. Oh, that's useless. Exactly. Because I, I only use car to go for one-way trips. Right. <laughs> it, it's it's the worst. And and I, I didn't use it in San Francisco because of precisely that. I'm like, well, there's I'm going to make a big circle, but not... In a single vehicle, yeah. Like I'm gonna use multiple things to, yeah. Anyways. yeah. So uh, that's another thing. I don't know. Cardigo has reached kind of a stable they raised situation here. Year. They, they raised them again. They've raised them four or five times, and it's almost double what it was when I started. Um, I got a lifetime membership for ten bucks, though. Yeah, that's I just not pay what, for mileage. That's not where they get you, though. <laughs> no, they, they pay you for the for the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's first taste is free kind of thing. I don't know. I guess we're we're relatively optimistic. Uh, there's any yeah. yeah. What do you foresee happening in 2014, Mr. Matt Legler? <laughs> in 2014. Stuff. Well, I I feel like the biggest. I think the biggest thing in the news is going to be um, security, privacy, uh, more of this NSA stuff. Because what I've mm. seen working in software consulting is that. Uh, people very rarely uh, they know how to use the technology they use but they have no idea why the technology works the way it works and I think right. that that is part of the major driving factor behind um, issues um, with privacy and security online because people don't know what technology is fundamentally driving the cool gadgets that they're using and so mm-hmm. um, I, I think that we've only seen just the surface of what's going to happen I mean um, at some point we're going to get um, an abundance of precedents from court cases that kind of you know steer the news in a particular direction I imagine but um, I think we're gonna see a lot of hype over people being scared um, specifically about their privacy so that'll be that's your prediction is that the thing to fear in 2014 is lack of privacy is like yeah and I think the yeah do, do you think that we we sort of argued ourselves dry in 2013 already or do you think that's just the beginning oh i think i think it's the very beginning i mean Mm. um i just saw something come across my plate as we've been talking here uh where someone said um 
a warning privacy concern. Um, if you let your kids uh, take pictures on a smartphone, smartphones are geotagging every picture, and predators can stalk your children. And it's just like, um, you know. And then I, I see, I see um, like uh, parents uh, of kids, you know, sharing this with each other. And I'm like, you know, like they don't at all know what that means that they're sharing it. All they know is that if they give their kid a smartphone, then a predator can stalk them. So it's just ridiculous. It's like, yeah, if you have a kid a predator can stalk them right so don't have <laughs> don't have children like what is what is what, what follows I, I, yeah <laughs> it's true if you it's, have a child no, I, a predator I, I, can see stalk them. Matt, I, I think if anybody is discussing this with a high degree of maturity it's it's jeff jarvis so anyone out there who wants to see a really good discussion on these topics should follow him on google plus um it's it's an ongoing debate. Uh, we we've had it many times at the groups I'm part of uh, here in town. I one of the things that that happened in 24 or 2013 for me is is getting more in touch with the Austin business startup coding scene, you know, whatever it is and and if, in a few specific corners of it, um, finding people willing to have those those mature kind of level-headed discussions about this stuff where it's not it's not all fear, but it's not all defending the status quo either. It's kind of a, well, let's ask questions about this and mm -hmm. consider alternatives and consider what we like and dislike about these various things. And um, had some heated debates, but I, I think we're, the fact that maybe those discussions were happening among these groups is an indication that they will hopefully spread out to the rest. But I, I fear, this is again going back to the fear thing, I guess, but I, I fear we just don't have a good precedent for um, mature discourse at scale. In America and I saw a really interesting article today that was it was kind of taking the whole TED talks thing to task and saying we need to talk about TED and about what it's doing and sort of in a way TED is is making it appear as if we can make these huge issues bite-size and solve them in a concept that can be conveyed in 18 minutes and That's that true. really it it it's dangerous because it it distorts the, our own perception of our capabilities. Um, granted, it's nice to be able to simplify things, but some things just cannot be sufficiently simplified. Can I speak to something else on that? Just mm -hmm. in terms of TED Talks, something that bothers me about TED Talks mm -hmm. is there used to be TED Talks, talks that came from the annual TED conference, TED Global, yeah, um, and they were usually well vetted. They usually, it, it, it was a big deal to get invited to give a talk at a TED event. Yeah. And then a few years ago, TED did something. And this isn't something a lot of people know about, but they started licensing TED, yeah. the name. So when you see TEDx something, TED by Austin, TEDx mm -hmm. Women, TEDx whatever, that is no actual official relationship to TED other than they paid Ted to use that name. Yep. And so all of the quality standards just fall by the wayside. Um, and the the name Ted has been diluted. Because there's been some really yeah. lousy Ted talks that have come through. Oh, many. Um, <laughs> Most of them. Now. Many of them bolstered by that name, but they're all Ted by. You know, TEDx. Yeah. Whatever. And, like, that's what I think when you talk about Ted talks is not the actual TEDs, 
talks, most of which that I've seen that actually came from the TED conference, I kind of, I, I get with. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't agree with all of them necessarily, but I'm on the same wavelength. Yeah. Um, Except for when, it's like, yeah, I of course I am. Yes. But the, one of the points of the, the article, which was actually they're never that It's never that simple. It is, it's never that simple. And further that, you just, you cannot have... The idea without action and that the ideas in many cases don't really end up leading to changes in the world (laughs) it's just a bunch of people sort of talking about changing the world but nobody doing anything um well i think we've got enough enough uh both reflections on 2013 predictions for 2014 and random Um, digressions random digressions it's a bad philosophy yay So, uh, yeah, look forward to more. Let's say once a month, Bad Philosophies in 2014. I think we've sort of yeah. hit our, our stride with yeah. that. Unless we create a Patreon page and have reasons to uh, continue Maybe do more. it some more. Yeah. Um, yeah, so supply in proportion to demand, everybody. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for, for your time and for joining us. Yes, sir. As always, it's fun being yeah. here. Where can people uh, find you in 2014 on the interwebs? Do a Google search for Legmar, L-E-G-M-A-R. You'll find something social media-wise that's related to me. Do you sell your your software consulting services? Uh, I don't. I don't personally have any software consulting services. Uh, I'm working for a software consulting company that serves the oil and gas industry at the moment. Ah, so there. Well, look them up. Um, so if you, if you need me to explain your royalty split on a wellhead, give me a call. <laughs> Will do. Keep that one in my back pocket. Um, yeah, Kevin, where are you online? Twitter.com slash Kevsond. Also, if you play Hero Academy, uh, you can probably add me there yes. by looking for me. I think I'm, yeah, Kevsond there. Kevsond well. on Hero Academy. Hero Academy is a new game I've picked up on my mobile device Yay! that uh, is asynchronous turn bla- turn-based team role-based battles <laughs> like there are tons of fun you can play you can play, play a turn in like 10 seconds or less yeah um and then you just wait for other people to do it i'm currently in the middle of one two three four five six seven eight games <laughs> um and impatiently awaiting each one of them to uh take their turn cool um because it's a it's a fun little game it it has a team fortress 2 team in it mm-hmm. and that was one of the big deals when they got onto steam they added that um, you have to, I bought it through the Humble Bundle, but I think you have to buy more than the base team. Okay. So it's a free game to start with, but you buy other teams if you want them. Humble Bundle, by the way, I accumulated so many games in 2013. I, I got a lot of games. I well, Also the freaking Steam sale. Oh, yeah. I got Gone Home, Papers, Please, The Stanley Parable, um, Guacamelee Gold Edition. Mm. Like I've picked up a lot in the last week or going? two. The Steam sale? Steam sale? Yeah, it's on right now. All right. I'll oh. probably get the... Yeah, probably get the Stanley Parable. The uh, Stanley I don't think Parable. it's on right now. Oh. Um, but I'll, I'll check here in a sec. Cool. Um, and you can find me online. I'm, I'm at uh, S Torrance on Twitter, S-T-O-R-R-E-N-C-E. And I've also got a new blog starting up. Uh, kind of an experiment, just more of a, hey, I want something that is purely me writing and sharing stuff and is no more than that i'm I'm blogging on the ghost platform it's a very minimalist blogging Hmm. service uh hosted and that will be at torrents of thought and you can spell it either like my last name or like the way that you get all of your stuff off the internet (laughs) torrentsofthought.com which is the host domain 
it, which one's the redirect? It redirects to uh, in, uh, TS, not not CE. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I had to I had to pick one. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah uh, I would curious. like it to be ambiguous and for it to just kind of like flip in the browser <laughs> back and forth between the two. But you don't know which one. But you're computers on. don't work like that yet. I can't I can't like put a qubit in for the <laughs> for that part of the uh, the domain. Uh, all right. Well. Looking forward to a, a wonderful year with all of you listeners. Uh, thank you for, for supporting us so far, and we hope you all have a wonderful 2014 on Bad Philosophy. You know what we didn't talk about? We didn't talk about any personal goals. We didn't. We, we didn't. didn't. Um, we didn't do the oh, list. I, I do. I do actually have a personal goal, so you can throw this in somewhere okay. if you want. Um, this year, because I did the, 20, the 40, 52 books last year, mm-hmm. um, this year I'm going for quality over quantity. Okay. So I've got a few books that I want to make sure that I finish that are very difficult to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, top of the list, of course, is Ulysses by James Joyce. Oof. I want to make it through that. Um, additionally, I've uh, I want to try and do Infinite Jest Oof. by David Foster Wallace. Um, I want to try to do House of Leaves, which I started last year and was unable to finish um, by Danielewski. Mm-hmm. And I might put Gravity's Rainbow on there as well. Another like super. Oh, I've epic. heard that's a good one. Um, oh, and uh, Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas is going to be on that cool. list. Um, so. Personal goal for me I mean, on this new blog platform I want to write at least two 750 word posts a week and uh, I might also do personal YouTube videos again as sort of a, like a roundup like a weekly roundup yeah. to sharing five to ten things just from around the internet or from my life for that week um, that'll start this Sunday I'm going to experiment see if I cool. like doing that anything from you Matt? Yeah, I've got a handful. Uh, number one on my list uh, for sure this year is to get a minimum of eight logged uh, scuba dives, uh, of which I want at least three of those to be in the Caribbean. So that's my main goal. Uh, in order to prepare for uh, for that, I'm planning on running six miles per week, or at least working up to it. Right now there's no running going on, so it's going to take a little while. Mm. Um, and then uh, also I want to focus on my piano skills, uh, get that to the point where I can play socially with some friends, so when we pull out guitars and pianos, that I can have some fun. And then, maybe once pull and for all, pianos? I'll finally get that iPhone app yeah. published. I'm working on one for my church right now, so we'll see if, if that makes it anywhere. Cool. Well, best of luck in 2014. Philosophy.com. Although it it, 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 it